Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides with Diesel and Brandon, and I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. I'm going to start the show fast. With a lot of stories, bam, 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 bam. I'm going to see if you guys like this. If you, if you like starting the show off this way, a little rapid-fire segment of what's going on in the world of sports today. This is not the top five at five. This is just the, the, the fun, interesting stories, kind of all over the place stuff to start the show. So rapid-fire story number one, sorry, Beyonce, but the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, your Charlotte Hornets. Y'all are like, who's? Not my Charlotte Hornets have broken the internet by winning back-to-back consecutive games. Yeah, you win three, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. The Charlotte Hornets last night got a 111-102 win over the Indiana Pacemakers, and boom, they have done something that nobody in this listening audience probably even noticed, but they have won back-to-back games. Fantastic two-game stretch. For the Charlotte Hornets, can they make it three? Well, just have to wait and see. An Oklahoma country radio station, KYKC, has refused to play Beyonce's brand new country song, Texas Hold'em. Somebody on social media on Twitter tweeted out that they had requested the song, that somebody from the radio station, a representative, emailed back and said, nope, we're not playing the new Beyonce song because, quote, we are a country music station. And to that, I say good. As somebody who hates country music, invading rock songs, and I live it and I see it every single night that I'm on the air, country music trying to weasel its way in, cut it out. Cut it out. Stay in your lane. You know, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of KYKC for refusing to play Beyonce's song. Now, they are going to get catch hell from Beyonce fans. The only people out there who can rival Swifties for how – uh, how insane they can be when they don't get their way are Tool fans and Beyonce fans. So y'all about to get it, okay? Y'all about to get it. Can you handle? Can you handle all the Beyonce fans coming at you? Plus, you know, I'm proud of them for not, you know, not kowtowing to the pressure to play this new song that just got released during the Super Bowl or immediately following the Super Bowl. Because people aren't going to tune in to your country music radio station to hear Beyonce. They're just not. Like, Beyonce fans, they've already listened to this song a hundred times on uh, on Spotify or YouTube or whatever service it is they've got. They're not tuning in to your radio station because you're playing Beyonce's new song once every four hours on the show. So good. Good. 
Congratulations for sticking to your guns. This is in the 90s when people sat around the radio waiting to hear their favorite song played. They can hear it a hundred times between the two times you play a song on the radio. So congratulations to KYKC. You guys are heroes. Uh, It's Fat Tuesday. So all of you are invited to come by the station studios, 25 Garlington Road, and flash your movies at the studio window. <laughs> you know, throw a pebble at the window, get our attention, whatever it is. I mean, we can't throw beads out the window because you know, they, they, don't, they don't open. But, you know, still, you, you're, you're invited to come and do it. If that's what you want to do, if that's how you celebrate, go right ahead. Come on over here. Geese. Pull, Yeah, be careful. That's true. That's true, man. Um, watch your step out there. The geese are laying landmines all over our parking lots. It's crazy out there. 71307, if you want to reach out to the show, let us know that you're coming. Start your text with keyword FAN, 844-FAN-PHONE, then a renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas Fan Phone, 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. Continuing on with the rapid-fire start to the show, Usher has married his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer I can't. Jennifer G. It's Jennifer G. I can't pronounce her last name. Goichia? Goikochia? Goikachia? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> immediately following the Super Bowl, he went off to, they went off to a small chapel in Las Vegas. They got married. They've been dating since 2018. Congratulations to Usher and his longtime girlfriend. I just hope that they hosed him off before the ceremony because my dude was dripping wet. Was dripping wet. During the Super Bowl. Another story. Dunkin' Donuts tracksuits, which they were selling before the commercial aired, sold out off their website in 20 minutes following Ben Affleck's Super Bowl ad. Uh, They're horribly ugly. I got you one, Diesel. They're $60. (laughs) up. You already bought one? Sweet. Uh, I'm going to buy two. Yeah, they're horribly (laughs) ugly. They're $60 a pop, you know, which isn't bad. I thought they would be way more than that, like 200 bucks or something like that. But expect to see that the the Dunkin' Donuts track suits, the Dun Kings track suits. Expect to see that at your Halloween parties this year. <laughs> Man, it was uh, it was a wild Super Bowl, and um, I, I didn't expect that to go viral. Of all the things that could have gone viral, I was hoping that uh, moisturizing our skin would go viral after the Sarah V commercial. Yeah, but no, it's the Dun Kings track suit. Those have gone. Viral. So, how do you guys like that? How do you like a rapid fire to start the show? Are you are you down with that? Seven one three zero seven. Start your text with keyword fan. Uh, JD in Simpsonville. We didn't get to your phone call yesterday, so I do want to invite you to call back at some point throughout the show today. We've got a lot stacked up for you today. Coming up uh, at four twenty, we'll have Jake Crane on the show. We'll have the top five at five. We got Richard Sherman throwing racist ideas out there. Immediately following the Super Bowl uh, regarding the Travis Kelsey sideline outburst. We're going to get to that coming up a little bit later on in the show as well. But, you know, we all know what won the Super Bowl. It was Patrick Mahomes' greatness. His greatness was uh, uh, left it on the plane or something in the first half because that sucked. But Patrick Mahomes turned it on in the second half of that game. Pat Mahomes does did what Pat Mahomes does. And he won that game for the Kansas City Chiefs there in the second half. But why did the 49ers lose the Super Bowl? We we talked about it yesterday. Brock Purdy played exceptionally well, nearly a 90 in his QBR. He played out of his mind. 
but there were three drives right in the middle of the third quarter where the 49ers had a chance. They had a chance to stick the knife in, but they didn't do it. You know the ones we're talking about, three drives, three three and outs in the third quarter. The 49ers had a chance to go down there and score points and put this game away. Jair Brown intercepted Pat Mahomes on the Chiefs, 44, on the Chiefs' side of the field. Couldn't do anything with it. 49ers were up, were up 10-3, and three, uh, and all they had to do was put a touchdown on the board, put up points on two drives if they just kicked field goals, and the game is probably over because the Chiefs' offense was DOA. But they didn't do it. They actually netted minus two yards on those three drives. You can look back at that point in the game as the turning point, as the reason why the 49ers are crying today and the Kansas City Chiefs are waking up in a drunken stupor yet again, pounding open, uh, popping open a fresh bottle of champagne and starting the party all over again. That's, that's all they had to do was score some points on those three drives. In, in one of those drives, in the span of those three drives, Kansas City kicked a field goal. Uh, they were able to keep it a one-score game. I believe that was the 57-yarder. Yeah, the 57-yarder. Which is just brutal for the 49ers field goal kicker to set a, set a Super Bowl record and then have it beaten like a quarter later. Sucks for that guy. But that's the point. That's the point where the 49ers screwed the pooch and didn't get it done. I mean, for the rest of the game, they kind of went tit for tat with the Chiefs. And those three drives, not being able to do anything with them, is the reason why they lost that football game. Uh, let's look at the text line, 71307. Uh, texter says, I'm not worried about the geese. I'm worried about Ashley, Cassie, and Kara. If any ladies show up, uh, I'm on the way there ASAP. <laughs> okay. Okay, JD. Um, you, you, we'll let you stand outside and be a bouncer for us. How about that? <laughs> Uh, Texer says, I thought I was the only one who noticed Usher's profuse sweat. He must have had some Coca-Cola or something that like that. Uh, Texer here says, I can dig the rapid fire. Let's get the juices flowing and the people going. I like the, I like the way that you rhymed. I believe that's JD who's texting in. Um, we don't see names. We only see phone numbers, and it's difficult to recognize those phone numbers off the top of our head. So anybody who's texting into the show, 71307, start your text with the keyword fan. Make sure you sign your text so that we know who it is who's texting in. I believe that's J.D., but don't quote me on that. Um, The good news, though, for the San Francisco 49ers after losing a Super Bowl is they think they've got their quarterback situation figured out. They think they do. They don't know for sure. They don't know if Brock Purdy was just playing out of his mind this season as a rookie or – if they're going to have to go back to the drawing board here in a couple of seasons. But they've got the luxury of time at this point. They've got the luxury of going into the offseason feeling like Brock Purdy could be that dude. But they ultimately get to decide over the next three seasons while he's still on his rookie deal, if he just played far above himself this season, like Fitzmagic, you know, great for a game, great for a season, but – not really a long-term solution. That's why he bounced from team to team to team over the last few years of his career. But I think we have a good enough body of work to know that Brock Purdy is that dude. 
or can be that dude going forward. Listen to his regular season stats here. Fifth in the league in passing yardage during the regular season. Top five. Third in passing touchdowns. Fourth in completion percentage. And first in the league. Number one in the NFL in yards per attempt. All signs pointing to this dude being really, really good. And yeah, maybe the moment was a little big for him. But you also have to give the Chiefs defense credit in those situations. Like, it's never one-sided. It's People always like to say, well, we didn't play our brand of football. We didn't play our brand of basketball. Well, that's completely discounting what the other team did to they stop. They may have it. known how to stop that brand of basketball they're, or they're brand of football. They're that good at stopping what it is you want to do. So, you know, like, it's that old proverbial, you know, rock in a hard place. You're stuck right in the middle. But or the, um, the what, what is it, the uh, immovable object meets an unstoppable force? Yeah. That may have been where we were for those three drives that ultimately ended up costing the 49ers that game. But what we need to see now from Brock Purdy moving forward, the 2024 season, 25 season, 26 season, he's got to show that he can rally the team around him when the game is on the line, when it's when it, when you're in that third quarter, early fourth quarter, that's when most games get decided. Yeah, some games come down to the final drive, but most don't. You know, can he be that dude middle of the third quarter, early fourth quarter? Like if he can do that, even at this is an this is an Im- immeasurable stat here, fifty percent of the efficiency that Patrick Mahomes can do it. Or it would take a smarter mind than myself to figure that out. I admit that I'm not a smart man. I'm not a smart man. Not a smart man. Um, If he can do that, if he can be half of the guy that Pat Mahomes is in that little sliver of time, Brock Purdy's going to win Super Bowls. And, you know, it sucks to get there as a rookie and to lose because you never know. If you're going to ever get there again, you never know because the team is going to change. But this is invaluable experience for him, and he's got to learn. He's got to stop being moral oral, and he's got to start being a dog. You know what I'm saying? I think he's going to I think, honestly, San Francisco's fine. I think they have found their quarterback of the future. The way Brock Purdy showed how he could do the latter part of the previous season before he got hurt and then all this season, <clears throat> excuse me, all this season, I think he's fine. I think they found the answer. I really do. Now, there were there have been some, quote, experts that have said they're trying to compare him to what Joe Montana and Steve Young were like. Oh, that's a, that's too much. So I'm, I, I agree with you because I'm like, you can't really rookie. put that on just yet because, yes, he's had he's shown signs of greatness. But you know what? You need another season under your belt. And uh, I feel, you know, as according to um, ESPN, the way too early predictions for next year is the 49ers are predicted to go back to the Super Bowl again. But we'll have to see. You know, obviously, every year is different. Text line here at 72341 is open. Make sure you start your texts with keyword fan if you want to get in and be a part of the show. Uh, Texter here says, I can dig the rapid fire, get the juices flowing and the people going. Love that. Uh, Let's see here. Mongo says the mixed extra point, the missed extra point. Cost the Niners the game. They hit that, and they win it in regulation. That is true. 
That is true, Mongo. Uh, I look at I look at things um, not so much as play to play to play, and individual plays do matter. I'm not discounting what it is you're what it is you're saying here because that absolutely affected the game. But it's the inability to score. And see, that was you know, if you ever hear you ever hear a coach say, "Leave no doubt, leave no doubt that you can't let the referees get involved. You can't let a you can't let one bad call from a ref cost you the game." Leave no doubt. All they had to do is score one time in those three drives, and they leave no doubt. Texter says Chris Jones saved the game twice by getting pressure on the quarterback and causing Purdy to miss a throw, and he did the same thing to Josh Allen before that. Chris Jones was a beast in that game. He was absolutely a beast. I mean, he was a game changer in that situation. Game changer in that. Uh, yeah, so what, what again, Again, what did you guys think about a rapid-fire way to start the show? We got some audio to support some of our rapid-fire moments. Uh, the Hornets getting their second straight win. Here's part of what that sounded like. This is Miles Bridges posterizing Turner from the Pacers. It feels weird to to have a, a smidge, a smidge of something to cheer for, for the Hornets because you know they, it seems like all of the deals they make every season, mid season trades, it feels like a mistake every single time. Like it just feels like they're trying not to win games. It feels like Major League, where she's trying to take away their their hot tubs and put them in crappy prop planes and slow them down and make everything difficult on them. It feels like that's what and who the Charlotte Hornets are as a franchise. Did you see Victor Wimanyama showing up to his game last night? No. Well, he is a freakish-looking individual. Have you seen, like, the videos of him, like, practicing his, like, uh, alien-like arms and stuff? He, so he, he's incredible, though. So he shows up. I don't know if he's trying to channel his inner Kanye right now. Uh, which if you saw the video of Kanye on the street uh, where he stole a lady's phone, he's walking around in all black head to toe, and he's wearing a face mask, just silently walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard. Um, Or if Victor Wimanyama is trying to be Spider-Man, which – you know, you're you're, you're not very inconspicuous when you're, what, seven foot whatever? He's seven six. Dear God. Uh, But he's he's wearing all black head to toe, including a black – uh, ski mask with hard plastic goggles in them. This is one of the lamest things that that happens in the NBA. Like I know that that most of you guys don't care about the NBA at all, and pushing politics aside because I feel like we've maybe gotten a little bit past all the all of the NBA politics of four or five years ago. Like, does that does this bother you? The dumb outfits that the players show up in and the I don't I don't give a rip about what they arrive wearing. I don't care. All I care is what they do when they're out there in basketball shorts and a jersey. Like I don't care that Victor Wimanyama showed up looking this way because he plays. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The dude is playing insane basketball right now. He recorded 10 blocks as part of a triple-double that's against the Raptors. Of. <laughs> Especially today's game. And he, now. Can, he can shoot, he can block, he can dribble, he can ball handle. The dude is ridiculous. What's that saying? If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it must be a duck. He's he is a he's I'm gonna a say it. I, I think he oh I think he's honestly better than LeBron James. And you all on the listen that can say, Oh, Brandon, whatever. No. There I have my feelings <laughs> about LeBron James and I'm gonna keep it to myself because I know there are some LeBron James fans. Women Yama, no, no, no. He's we, future. We'll get into that later on in the show. This is Sports Talk Radio. You're supposed <laughs> to share the controversial opinions knowing that it's going to light people up. Just like I said yesterday, I said yesterday that Patrick Mahomes should go ahead and retire. The dude's 28, stupid rich, got a hot wife. He is. Uh, he does not have his brains scrambled right now by CTE. And younger and younger players are retiring every year. It's not a dumb, ludicrous thing to say. He's not going to do it. It's not like I have it. I don't have a direct line to the guy, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey retired, it's going to be a tougher time for him to go out there and keep winning, but not not impossible. I mean, he's still Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day. He's going to yep. go out there and he's going to he's not going to listen to me anyway. Like get <laughs> off my back, okay? He's not going to listen to me anyway. So. Uh, yeah, so what did you guys think? A rapid-fire way to start the show. I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope you liked it. A great way to jump into things and kind of get things moving early in the show. 71307. Start your text with keyword fan if you want to be a part of the show. Coming up next, Kylie Kelsey does something that Mark Ryan would be very, very proud of that I'm angry at her for doing. That's coming up next here on Offsides with Diesel and Brandon on the Fan Upstate. Didn't plan on this mention, but we talked about Kanye West very briefly in the last segment. If you've followed pop culture at all in the last year, two years, you know that Kanye's really gone off the deep end. He had a had a while there where he was saying some really anti-Semitic things. Well, he has run afoul of Sharon Osbourne. I talked about a fan base that will come after you. None of those, none of those people, Beyonce fans, Tool fans, Swifties, none of them have anything on how litigious Sharon Osbourne will be. Sharon Osbourne and uh, and the Aussie, you know, legal legal estate are considering legal action after Kanye used a recorded uh, bit of a Black Sabbath live track on his new album without permission. So they're gonna go after his ass. I mean, I don't know what are you going to get from him. A couple of chicken bones, and is he still running for I mean, president? Nuts! No, that was like eight years ago, Brandon. Where, <laughs> where, where is your pop culture? See, yeah, here's the problem, Brandon. You've been in the kid bubble. Yep. You've been in the kid bubble. So, to you, 
time stopped in 2018 and you're just now reemerging from the bubble. Okay. (laughs) That's what, see, that's what most parents do. You go into the bubble when all you think about, literally all you think about for like 10, 12 years is your kid. How do I make him happy? How do I keep him fed? How do I keep clothes on him? How do I keep him from crying? How do I keep him from crashing my car? You go. Into <laughs> I'm not this looking bubble. forward to that. <laughs> I'm actually scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, Kylie Kelsey is Jason Kelsey's wife. She is fiercely loyal to the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that her husband played for. It's actually her hometown team as well. So much so that throughout the entire playoffs, she was there to support Travis and her husband, who was there to support his brother. But at the Super Bowl, when you would think she would put all of her biases aside, your girl still refused, refused to rock any Kansas City Chiefs gear. Refused to do it. Now, she went wearing something red to the Super Bowl. Those of you who were like, oh, I saw they showed her in the they showed her in the press box a couple times. She was wearing red. Look closer. Imaginary person I just made up. Look closer. Her husband was rocking the Chiefs t-shirt, rocking the Kansas City Chiefs overalls. But Kylie was wearing a Cincinnati Bearcats sweatshirt. She refused. So proud of her. She refused to break protocol from her beloved Philadelphia Eagles. She refused to wear anything else, despite it being the biggest situation possible and her very own husband supporting his brother. She said, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, uh-uh, not going to do it. That's a true fan right there, y'all. So the question is, (laughs) see, texture here says, what's the problem? Is it ever okay under any circumstance whatsoever? And I want you to get a little wild. I want to let your minds wander, okay? Be creative. Come up with scenarios here. When it's okay to break Mark Ryan's rules of sports fandom. And see, some of you, you know, you're already become becoming little lemmings. You're already becoming little Mark Ryan lemmings. <laughs> You're letting it seep into your brain. He said it so many times that you were like, huh, you know what? Maybe there's something to this. Well, his rules are you get one big school, you get one small school, that you accept all the teams from a city, or you get none of the teams from a city, which that one always lights people up every time. Well, what about this? What about that? Everybody's got their what about scenario in there, and Mark doesn't budge. Credit credit for that. But is it ever okay under any circumstance to break the rules of sports fandom, you know, for example here, I am an App State grad. I'm a Mountaineer through and through, bleed black and gold. Die hard. My wife is a Furman grad. I remember saying once, like 15 years ago, long before I met her, that I would never, ever date a Furman girl. And look at me now. I'm married to one. She's great. But I told myself back then, like I think I, I, I remember even – having a date with a Furman girl or meeting a Furman girl and wanting to ask her out on a date. And then I figured out she was a Furman girl and I said, Nope, not going to do it. But look at me now. I'm married to one. But let's say that Furman had continued 
on their run last year after beating Virginia and then had beaten San Diego State and made a run all the way to the Final Four. And my wife got really into it. Couple that with, you know, our incredible working relationship that we have here with Furman. Love Dan Scott and everybody over there at Furman. But in that situation, would I have been allowed under any – would I have been allowed to, to, to don something Furman to support her and a company that – and an organization, a school that our company has a working relationship with? I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? Yeah. But here's my reasoning why, though. You know I'm a Hawaii guy through and through. Cassie is a Clemson girl through and through. All right now, my sister-in-law, Catherine, is a South Carolina grad, and her husband is a Clemson grad. So um, naturally, we, we will support everything in William and Sarah do, which is our nephew and niece. We support them 100% everything. But what we have trouble with is um, when it's Clemson-South Carolina games, they'll either have a top of a South Carolina and a bottom Clemson or vice versa. Just have it as it is. It's okay to... Support them just for that one period, especially because they're kids. But with your case, though, because of how good of a relationship we do have with Vermin, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Well, you know what? You're damn wrong, Brandon. Never, never would I do it. I've been given all kinds of free (laughs) Furman stuff, all kinds like T-shirts and drink cups and all that kind of stuff. Never once. Have I donned a Furman shirt, <laughs> and never will it happen. Congratulations to Kylie. Kylie Kelsey, staying strong. Love you for it. But well, Furman's not your rival, though. Let's go to Remington in Spartanburg, who says it is okay to wear rival gear. Remington, what went wrong in your upbringing? Why, do you, why, why, why are you okay with betraying your team in this way? Hey, actually, I, I disagree. I, I don't think it's okay. Um, if it's a true rivalry, um, the only circumstance I would say that you could wear your rival team's apparel is if you have someone in your immediate family, whether it be a spouse or a child playing in a game. Like, I'm a diehard Wolfpack fan. The only time you would ever see me wearing Tar Heel gear is if my son or daughter was playing for that school. And even then, I'd spend my whole life trying to convince him not to go to Chapel Hill. <laughs> but um, so here's Rem- Remington. You know, here's, that'd be the only circumstance. I, I would thought you would have said the only circumstance is that you're already dead, and somebody has put that on you as a cruel, eternal joke as they're lowering you into the ground. That would be the only way that your body would ever. Oh, my have family UNC knows better to bury me in baby blue. <laughs> <laughs> I know they, better than that. I appreciate all day, but um, but uh, one more thing, you know. She did wear Cincinnati Bearcats. I mean, they're both alumni from that school, so, I mean, you can't knock her. Um, I don't see anything wrong with what she did, but if it's a true rivalry, you cannot put the other team's gear on. What if Thank you guys. Appreciate the call there, Remington. Okay, so here's how you get around this. Here's the smart okay. way. Here's what you do. You don't actually don any official gear from that school. Mm-hmm. You just wear the neutral color. So, like, it, I would wear white if I was – I, last year I went to um, oh, blank, dang, I'm blanking on the name of the bar downtown uh, where we went to go oh. watch the Furman game. And it was a huge crowd of people. I wore white. I wore white that day. I It looked like I was blending in, but I remained neutral never once. 
have I ever put on a Furman star? So my rival Paladin Diamond is Boise State. I hate them. You, I, have, I do have a friend. His name is Matt, who is a Boise State alumni, and I just can't ever wear blue and orange. And it's, and it's hard for me to wear Clemson orange as it is, um, just because it's not my team. But when he comes over and he has his blue and orange on, I'm like, dude, why are you in my house? Please burn those clothes. Texter here says, when the Carolinas do not have a Major League Baseball team, but they have everything else, uh, and you're a Braves fan. He says that's when it's when it's okay to uh, to go against the all teams from a sports city or none. The question there is, Texter, if Charlotte got a Major League Baseball team, where would your allegiances lie? Ooh. Would you shift to Charlotte, or would you accept the Falcons and the Hawks? Either way, it's a tough trade because uh, those teams are going to suck there for a while. There, there's just Braves fans who are never, ever, in any under any circumstances, they could plant a major league team in their hometown, and they would they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't shift their allegiances. They are Braves through and through. Texture here says, to be fair, that's her man's team. She had every right to wear whatever she wanted. LOL. I respect the hustle. There you go, Texture. There you go. I hope you guys liked how I turned heel. It made it seem like I was going to say, yeah, Kylie can do what she wants to do. And then I said, oh, hell no, would I do that? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Texter says, also, remember, this is the team that broke her heart in Super Bowl 57. She probably has some form of PTSD. Uh, hell, I bet she was rooting for the Niners. Well, the problem is her Cincinnati Bearcat red hoodie was much, uh, much more aligned with Chiefs red than it was San Francisco 49ers maroon. I don't know if they call it maroon. I don't, I don't know exactly what they call that color red, but you know what I'm saying, 49ers red. Uh, let's see here. Bo says the only reason to wear the rival's attire is when you lose a bet. Then you don't lose. Ooh. Better make damn sure that you Better don't hope lose, you don't lose that, that bet. bet. <laughs> uh, Texter here says I'm a Gamecock and don't own a shred of orange clothing. Won't be caught in a Clemson shirt. Never, never. Not even if you lost a bet. Is there anything that, like, are you just unwilling? Is that somewhere you won't go with a bet? Is that somewhere you won't go with a bet? You would not under any circumstances even bet that you might have to wear a Clemson piece of apparel if you got it wrong? Like, years ago, with a former host on our station, we bet that he wouldn't, uh, he, he lost a bet and he was supposed to wear Auburn gear on the street. Mm-hmm. Right out there, he was gonna he, he was gonna hold up a big sign that says, <laughs> "I'm an Alabama grad and I lost a bet," and it took us almost a year to get him to pay that bet off. Oh wow! And then he got a hat that had the teeny tiniest little Auburn A stood out there for five minutes and said, "See, I paid off the bet." <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> come on, man, this is life. Life's supposed to be fun. If you're gonna make those kind of bets, you got to go full bore. You got to, you know, you got to say, "All right, I'll don head to toe in the other team's color." Uh, here's here. Texter says, even if my niece or cousin who plays for Clemson asked me to, uh, oh, this is a continuation of the would never wear a Clemson T-shirt ever. Even if my niece or cousin who plays for Clemson asked me to, sorry, just can't make it if I got to wear Clemson orange. What do you do if your son or daughter goes Ooh. to your rival school and you're paying tuition at the rival school? Hmm. That's where it gets that real hurts, murky. Diesel. That really yeah, hurts. Yeah, that hurts. But if they got a good chunk of scholarship money, I start to understand like why, why you you might be willing to do it. 
That's but like I, but asking I respect, your spouse to go to your favorite, your hated NFL rival team. Though. But I respect anybody. If you're a South Carolina fan, but your kid goes to Clemson, I respect the hell out of you wearing Gamecock gear every single time you go to the stadium. You understand? <laughs> you might need to wear a helmet out there just in case. Go ahead and get you the shoulder pads, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might catch a battery in the back of that. Now, they don't do that in Clemson. <laughs> they do that at West Virginia. Okay. Uh, let's see. As a Gamecock fan who is from Cincinnati, I make sure all my Bengals gear is black, not orange. See, that's a texter who has planned his life out accordingly. And I appreciate that. When we come back, we're going to bring things back here, back local. And I want you to start thinking about this during the break. I want you to name me one thing that the upstate needs more of and one thing that it needs less of. That's next here on Offsides with Diesel and Brandon on the Fan Upstate. off sides without mark ryan with diesel in the captain's chair today the man the myth and the legend y'all it's uh, diesel the problem is this chair is just as dirty as the chair over there you guys can't see this and and this is not the best radio here but i want to <laughs> tell you these chairs are gross and i feel gross sitting on them every day like if why, y'all see them you see why, why he's saying that how and why is there a white streak down the middle of this chair nasty it's it's crack sweat that's really the only way uh, yeah it's crack it's butt crack sweat and these chairs have been here for as long as i've been here which is pushing 15 years 15 years with odyssey greenville intercom before that odyssey now you guys don't care but i've been here <laughs> in the upstate now since 2008 that's how long you lived here? So in, 15 years, pushing 16. I think I'm officially a local at this point. I can bitch and moan about anything I want to around here. Some of you are like, well, if you weren't born within 40 miles of here, you ain't a local and you can't never be. Well, I don't care what you have <laughs> to say. I've been here 15 years, damn it, and I'm calling myself a local. And the upstate is a fantastic place. It really is. Incredible hospitality. We're on the edge of some some beautiful places. I'm talking up in the mountains, pretty place, and Bald Rock, and all the places you can hike uh, in down in Georgia, up in North Carolina. One of my favorite places on this planet is a place called Max Patch. If you guys have ever been to Max Patch, it is a mountain that is part of the Appalachian Trail that you can camp on the top of. So if you were to Google Max Patch, North Carolina, it is on the Appalachian Trail, and it's like a two-hour drive from here. It's fantastic. It's two hours through the mountains, so it's actually a lot closer than you think. But it's not perfect. The upstate is not perfect. No place is perfect. This place is pretty good compared to other places. It really, really is. There's a YouTube channel I follow. Can't remember the name of it, but all the guy does is just bag on really crappy places in this country. Like He, he goes through all the crime statistics and and the unemployment and the drug use problems. It doesn't seem to me like we have uh, as we have it as bad here as other places do. So we got good things about the upstate. We got bad things about the upstate. But I wanted to open up to you right here, right now. I want you on the text line, 71307, start your text with keyword fan. I want you to name me one thing that the upstate needs more of and one thing that it needs less of. And I want to challenge you 
to think outside the box beyond just the typical less people moving here because that's something you can't actually stop. Give me something that you could actually control, that you could actually do. Okay? One thing that the upstate needs more of and one thing that the upstate needs less of. 71307. Start your text with keyword fan. You can also call us on the renewal by Anderson of the Carolinas fan phone line, 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. What's yours, Diesel? Well, I will get there. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Something that the upstate needs more of and something that the upstate needs less of. What we need more of is just an emphasis on our natural beauty, our natural landscapes, you know, our natural landmarks, the natural scenery. How come there's nowhere anywhere in the upstate that advertises like billboards for bald rock, that advertises billboards for, you know, the little beaches on Lake Kiwi? And if those exist, maybe they do exist, but I haven't seen them. Like, I think we need to do a better job marketing what it is that we have that are unique to the upstate. Like, you know, those are things that are unique to the upstate. These naturally existing places that nobody else has. We need to do a better job emphasizing our natural landscapes, our natural landmarks, the natural scenery. I mean, we are called Greenville, but we are building, 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 not paying much attention to the green space, not using the green space effectively so that we can, even if you are in the middle of downtown Greenville, you've got some some like little enclaves of green space here and there. I'm not talking about huge parks, but like little spaces. Why don't we have... Why don't we have green space on top of buildings downtown? I think that would be amazing. And some engineer is going to text in and tell me exactly why that can't happen. But if you've ever been to one of the taller buildings in downtown Greenville, there's some great bars that look out over downtown and a few places here and there. You see way off in the distance this beautiful scenery, but right in front of you, you see white tops of buildings, air conditioning units. That's ugly. We need more of that, okay? We need to create green space in interesting and creative places that we otherwise haven't put them. So that is my thing that we need more of. We need to emphasize our natural landscapes. We need to install green space in more places. We need to take some of the dilapidated areas in Greenville, and there are, there are those areas, you know, you you know what I'm talking about. Like you drive past the space every single day and there's a crummy building on it or there's nothing there at all. Why not create a little bit of green space? I think that's a great idea. What we need less of, we need less crummy fast food restaurants. Like last week, <laughs> I upset a handful of listeners when we were when we were doing a, a not dissimilar topic about, you know, too many people living here and people were saying that we need to focus on uh, on our infrastructure. And I said, get off your fat asses and go to a city council meeting. Like you can you can te- you can tweet us and text us all day. And that's fine because that's part of the radio show, but that doesn't that doesn't actually affect any change. Well, the problem is when I when I said the the word fat, I was just being facetious. But then I looked it up and I saw 
Ooh, one out of three people in the state of South Carolina are considered obese. So, sir or ma'am who are texting in, who's texting in, I wasn't calling you fat, but I had a 33% chance of being right. So, less crummy fast food restaurants, more emphasis on getting outside, being one with nature. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I got a lot of text messages here. I'm going to get to those in a second. Brandon, what is your one thing that you would, uh, uh, that we need more of in the upstate? Well, mine is actually towards my town, Easley. And for those who don't know, Easley has an abundance of Mexican restaurants, tire shops, storage unit companies, and the correct amount of Mexican joints in Easley is 17. Why do you need 17 in a little town? 17? Yes, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So what we need more of is better variety of restaurants and overall shops. What we need less of is Mexican joints, tire shops, and, of course, storage units because <laughs> you literally see a storage unit left and right, and they're even building one. Not And I, and I know those people are also going to say this too, but car washes too. If you Have you been to Easley yet? Oh, yeah, I've been to Easley. There is a ton of car washes, and you're just like, why do you have so many car washes? Hey. 30,000 people move here every single year. They need tires. They need clean cars. But they didn't need storage units, though? <laughs> I and, guess they and do. And 17 Mexican yeah, joints? They're, they're moving here. Nobody, everybody's, everybody's houses and garages and storage spaces are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> they got to put their crap somewhere. What's the one thing that we need less of? Oh, you said uh, that's what, that was yeah. your less of. Yeah. Uh, let's, go, let's look at these text line here at 72341. Start your text with keyword fan. Uh, we're looking for your suggestions uh, things that the upstate needs more of and uh, one thing that they need more of and one thing that we need less of. A uh, little texter, little texter, not, I don't mean little texter. Texter here says, less car washes, more sports. Yeah, well, we, we've talked about it many times how the people in the upstate, they, they say they want sports. You don't really want sports. You don't want sports because it means you'll have to actually spend a little bit of money for it. You know, your taxes are going to go up like a... a, a $5 a year, and you're going to say, oh, hell no, I ain't paying for that. Uh, let's see. Texter says, we need more Taco Bells, less Zaxby's. Taco Bell is trash, dude. Like, I don't Taco know. Bell is just a place to go Taco if you're hungover. Bell is awful. Taco Bell is a place to go if you need to if you need to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, if you need to clean out the pipes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, texter here says, uh, less Dollar Generals, more Cowbells. I like more Cowbells, Texter. Congratulations on that one. Uh, fewer Dollar Generals, though. Yeah, uh, I saw a doc about uh, Dollar Generals, and they have some pretty shady practices with their employees. And uh, I'm not saying all Dollar Generals and all dollar stores are that way, but uh, didn't paint a very rosy picture. Texter says, more natural parks, less roadside trash. That's from Trey in Kentucky. Yeah, people, like, actually show some damn pride in where you live. Stop throwing your crap out the side of the window. Uh, and, and hey, if that means that we need to have uh, more involvement of like roadside cleanup, community involvement, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Uh, let's see here. Texter says best thing about the upstate is that the most STDs are in Columbia and Charleston. Wow, they're both top fifty. So, so what you're saying, Texter, is that people in Columbia and Charleston get laid more often than we do? Is that what you're trying to say? Because you can't <laughs> spread it if you're not spreading them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see here. Texter says more of a high speed high speed rail, less crappy roads. You almost got me there, Texter. High speed rail, yeah, I'm down with a high speed rail. I want a high speed rail that goes between Charlotte and Atlanta, stops in like Greenville, stops in Spartanburg. Imagine being able to go to a, a Panthers game or be able to go to a Falcons game and not have to drive. 
That'd be great. You know, run it right down the middle of I-85. That would be great. Texer says, preach, D. Yeah, preaching about what we need up here. I've been here. Uh, God, I've been around Mark Ryan too long. Uh, let's see here. Texer says that uh, that's the upstate trying to keep things secret. They don't want poop people moving for. So more openness to change. Yeah, you know, change can be good. Change can be good. There are some crappy things that have been around the upstate for a long, long time, so we can get rid of that. Uh, oop, Texter says seven, two, three, four. You, God, you're right. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I am on another station as well, and the text line for that station is 72341. So 71307. When I'm on the other side of the board, I've got it as a piece of paper right in front of me, and over here I don't have that. So uh, 71307. Start your text with keyword fan. Texter says we need more landfills. We got the highest population increase and no more places for our trash. I can't speak on how many landfills we have around here, Texter. If anybody can provide some insight on that, uh, go for it. Texter says less dollar generals, more green space. Uh, Let's see here. Texter says we need Mark back. This show sucks. Well, I mean, if you want more Mark Ryan, then go on the the website, thefanupstate.com, and find Mark Ryan. Uh, texture here says, dude, there's four car washes within a half mile radius in Boiling Springs. They're everywhere. They're popping up like crazy. More fresh seafood, less barbecue. Now, Texture, that's fighting words. <laughs> you can't say that we need less barbecue around here because I love some barbecue and we are too far away from the coast for fresh seafood. When we come back, we're going to get into the four o'clock hour and something that'll blow you away about the 49ers and their lack of preparation for the Super Bowl. That's next here on Offsides with Diesel and Brandon on the Fan Up State. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.